your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. The Golden Knights were blanked in Toronto Tuesday night 4 to nothing. Robin Leonard on the VGK performance said it wasn't close to good enough. He said it was probably the worst game his team has had since he came to Vegas. And he also said the Golden Knights had a good game plan, but for some reason it just did not work. Now coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about the lopsided loss and whether it could affect VGK in the remaining three road games on this swing. The Maple Leafs showed little regard for the Golden Knights power play unit. We'll talk about that. Emily Kaplan reports that the Golden Knights and the Calgary Flames are at the one-yard line in the Jack Eichel trade sweepstakes. Is that going in, or is that 99 yards away? And it's on to Ottawa for Thursday night's game. Hi again, everyone. I am Tony Cardasco. Follow us at LockedOnVGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. I am a veteran Las Vegas sportscaster, and you can find me at the new 98.5 The Fan right here in Las Vegas on Saturday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m. It's also on Odyssey or reporting on 1140 a.m. The Bet here in Las Vegas or at nearly any major sporting event in this city. And we thank you all for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. So Peter DeBoer said that it wasn't for a lack of effort. He just said it was a lack of execution against a team that put a ton of pressure on the Golden Knights last night. And boy, oh boy, did the Maple Leafs ever put pressure everywhere. And they suffocated the Golden Knights in the game. DeBoer said VGK is going to have to redline every night, especially against good teams. In other words, he said that he wants the team to play at a much different level. They're going to have to step up their game against some of the league's elite players. They need to play at a higher talent level altogether. And again, there's a lot of youth on this team and with the squad in Toronto on the road trip due to all of those injuries. The Golden Knights were pushed around in Toronto last night. Make no mistake about it. And they started off slow and they could never get into a rhythm in the 4 to nothing loss to the Leafs. So Las Vegas now falling to 4-5 and five with the loss from the very outset, from the outset, just 20 seconds into the game, Toronto put a couple of pucks on net, and luckily for the Golden Knights, the Nylander shot did not go in. The first period was one of total domination, and even though the Maple Leafs led just one to nothing at the end of one, it felt like VGK was down three or four goals in the game, and Toronto with a 13-4 advantage in shots on goal. The Golden Knights were just flat-out bullied. They rarely never could clear the puck out of the zone. And I think in the future, if teams want to undress VGK, they should look no further than the game film 
between Toronto and the Golden Knights. And it just was a game where you talk about a physical nature. Toronto just was manhandling uh, the Golden Knights throughout the course of the evening. If not for Robin Leonard, the score in this game could have really gotten out of control. He did the best to keep the Golden Knights in the game once again, and he's done a pretty good job, but he can do all that he can. There were a lot of VGK turnovers in their own zone and others that led to more odd man rushes. I I just don't know that I have seen so many two-on-ones or three-on-twos. It is so out of control, and it's been happening on a regular basis for the Golden Knights again with just makeshift lines and what have you, and DeBoer and Leonard also last night after the game praised Alex Petrangelo for all that he does and for his play. They said that he's been consistent, he's been playing hard, and of course, as we know, he is a really good and durable player. And uh, Petrangelo has been paired, as we know, with Nick Haig of late, who had been playing well up until last night. He didn't manage uh, the puck very well, Haig. Uh, He also couldn't clear it uh, out of the zone, and he turned the puck over. He was just very sloppy. It was a game last night in which there was a ton of open ice. And Austin Matthews, uh, he just had one goal in the past 11 games coming into last night's contest. He scored twice. Uh, The goal of the night had to go to Mitch Marner, however. In the first period, wide open in front of the net. He does a spinorama and throws it in with a backhander. And that's all she wrote, really. I mean, it, it just appeared again. When Toronto was up one to nothing, it felt like the game had ended, like it was over. And William Nylander also with a Toronto goal for the four goals on the night for Toronto, a team now that is starting to surge, a team that has won three straight. Now, I said on yesterday's show that one of the key areas that the Golden Knights really needed to defend was the neutral zone, the neutral zone. And they weren't able to do so. They couldn't slow down the Maple Leafs there either, anywhere, you know, for that. And Toronto was just the better team. The better team, as I said, from the jump. Yeah, they dominated starting with uh, the 22nd flurry that they had with a couple of shots on goal. One should have went in, I thought. And then quickly, you know, they just started to really put that pressure and that heat on the Golden Knights. I really like the game plan. You have to give Toronto a lot of credit because they knew that the Golden Knights were shorthanded and they took advantage of VGK. And DeBoer was trying to motivate the young team. We saw him on the bench uh, when the Golden Knights fell behind a couple of goals in the second period. He was just getting in the players' faces, but just trying to teach and trying to get them to understand the expectations on this club. And he said that he likes the challenge now because it's a lot of young players, the makeshift lines, all of that, because he can now evaluate a lot of the young talent And he feels that that could be the same talent that will be filling roles when the regulars return to the lineup. When the Golden Knights didn't score a goal in the first 10 minutes, that was one of my keys. That was one of my keys uh, yesterday. When they didn't score in the first 10 minutes, I I said, they're not going to score tonight. I felt as though they were doomed. And it was just the tempo, the pace of the game, the physical nature. Again, uh, just a terrific job. And Toronto just smothering the Golden Knights, wherever they were on the ice. 
Heck, VGK didn't even get its first shot on net until more than seven minutes into the contest. So things were rough again from the get-go. Four to nothing. Golden Knights' lackluster performance last night. When we return, we're going to be talking about last night's line changes and all roads lead to the poorly executed power play. Coming up next on Locked On Golden Knights. Shopify powers more than 1.7 million businesses from first sale to first scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities, and Shopify helps to make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. Go to shopify.com slash NHL all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today and go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL. Lowercase right now, shopify.com slash locked on NHL. It's November and Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I love Thanksgiving. All of the good food and treats and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. A slice of pie has upwards to 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and have only 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein. I think I'll replace the coconut cream pie this year with coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of that raspberry pie. There's lots of good flavors to replace any pie. New surprises all month long. Limited time flavors are arriving at built.com regularly, so check out the site often. Make sure you take advantage of our special promotion too. Go to built.com, use your promo code LOCKED15, all caps, LOCKED15, all caps, and you will get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back, and thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Peter DeBoer told the media last night that he tried to balance out whatever talent he had on different lines at the outset of the game in Toronto. But when the Golden Knights fell behind, DeBoer said that he loaded up his lines in an effort to try and get some more production. And nothing was really working last night. And as we told you on yesterday's show, DeBoer confirmed the Golden Knights will be missing William Carlson for up to six weeks with that broken foot. And late yesterday morning, Brett Howden was named by DeBoer to fill in at center with the Misfits Riley Smith and Jonathan Marchessault alongside. They actually moved up to the top line last night, and that line really produced nothing. Just uh, three shots on goal, all of those shots coming from Marchessault in the game. Evgeny Dodonov, Nick Waugh, Keegan Kolasar were on the second line, William Carrier, Chandler Stevenson, and Michael Amadio on the third, Amadio's first game in a Golden Knights uniform, and Peyton Krebs, uh, Jake Lachezin, and Matthias Janmark were on the fourth line. It was the return of Janmark for the first time in four games last night, 
and it was a makeshift lineup indeed. Those lines are ones that we did, we never uh, envisioned seeing at the start of the season, and it's going to take some time until we see the top-line players returning from all those injuries. Shea Theodore, I want to talk about Shea Theodore. Uh, that is another player who is on the struggle bus of sorts. He's struggling a bit. He did have a goal and an assist in the Dallas win last week. And I've been watching Theodore carefully, and uh, teams are defending him a little differently, uh, much better, and perhaps he is uh, getting a little bit tired. His nearly 21 minutes on the ice last night were the fewest in some time. He was on the ice for almost 26 minutes in the Islander game, in the Colorado game, and as for scoring, I noticed something especially uh, was different in the Toronto game where it was more difficult for Theodore to get his shot off. Teams have scouted him now. If you have followed Theodore, you know that he has this patented move or moves. You need to stay with him. You need to stay in front of Theodore. And you need to play him straight up defensively. What he does is he fakes a shot routinely and then he, he'll just slide over. And then he gets off his shot, and he loves that shot from the point. Teams have scouted him to have defenders not fall for that first move, so they stay with him. And I saw the Maple Leafs last night stop it at least twice out of his three shots. It's probably easier to pull off with a lot of attention around the A-listers that he typically has in front of him. His productivity has gone down. It's gone down with the lack of the familiar uh, teammates on the ice. Theodore, another player who has had uh, his name mentioned in the Jack Eichel trade wins. To me, the gold buckets are the only thing uglier than the Golden Knights power play. Man, it's miserable. Please retire those helmets and please do something with this power play. You hate to talk about it every day and beat a dead horse, but last night, 0 for 3 night on the power play, and VGK is now 0 out of 18. Nothing for 18 this season on the power play. And with all the injuries mounting for the Golden Knights, can we say the PP now has taken a step back? It's hard to believe, but it's even worse than it was before. It wasn't good even with the top liners in. VGK's power play last night did not even have a chance. Not a chance. This was due mostly in part to what I feel was the total disregard the Maple Leafs and coach Sheldon Keefe had for the Golden Knights' man advantage. I mean, they just absolutely just, they just pressed and pressed and pressed some more. And despite being shorthanded, you thought that the, the Toronto Maple Leafs had the man advantage. VGK couldn't even get out of its own zone at times. The Maple Leafs' defense was swarming. They checked and they pressed, and they pressed some more. They came up with turnovers, and the Golden Knights could not even get started. And you have to hand it to Toronto for being aggressive, knowing that there were unfamiliar lines out there on the ice for VGK. Really good job coaching, excellent job in execution by Toronto last night. And we told you yesterday what Riley Smith had said. He said during the playoffs last season against Montreal, that VGK was not releasing the puck very well on the power play. He said that they were not crashing the net. They were not picking up rebounds. And last night, last night, the Golden Knights couldn't even get out of their own end. 
on the power play opportunity, the Golden Knights didn't even get a shot on net, especially that, that last power play opportunity. It was just a total mismatch. Great coaching. Great coaching, by the way. So the streak continues, and the Golden Knights are now 0 for 37. 0 for 37 since last June, and they are closing in on that team record. I believe it's 19 straight chances without a power play goal, and I'm just amazed at how it's gone sideways and backwards. And again, this has just been something that has historically been bad for this organization. I was amazed after the game last night at how cold and calm Peter DeBoer was. The post-game press conference, I thought he handled very well. He's not upset. He has not reached the point of frustration yet. Ask him as the four-game road swing continues if he's going to be upset or not. We'll have to see that. And it's just a surprise that Peter DeBoer and the Golden Knights had a few days to get into um, some sort of a rhythm with the new lines. They practiced. They got into Toronto four days before the game, four days before last night's game, and they weren't able to produce anything. That was kind of a shocker to me because they knew that a lot of these lines were going to be mixed up and what have you. Obviously, the William Carlson uh, injury threw uh, this organization for a loop. Uh, You know, last night we saw DeBoer coaching hard, motivating his team as best he could. He realizes that he has been dealt a very bad hand, and he said it could be easier to work with the fill-ins perhaps if VGK were at home and you have the home crowd behind you and such. But it's just been really difficult for Peter DeBoer and for the Golden Knights. But I thought he's handling it well uh, in the face of adversity. Coming up next is a trade for Jack Eichel going down today. The Golden Knights in Calgary, the Flames, are set to be the two finalists. This is the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. It's the number one spot for all the sports action, period. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON, all in caps, LOCKED ON, all in caps, to receive your bonus. Bet Online also has the new web interface that you need to check out more props, more odds, and lines than ever before. I'm really excited about this week in Las Vegas. Coming up, we've got the VGK odds. We've got Raiders lines. I like the boxing odds. We've got Canelo versus Plant. I'm all excited about the weekend. We have UFC odds coming up from Fight Island. It's all there, right in front of you. Go to Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, and thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. Emily Kaplan of ESPN last night said that there are two finalists to trade for Jack Eichel, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Calgary Flames. Kaplan said that there's still a lot of work to be done, but they got a lot done over the weekend, and she was told on Tuesday that the trade is at the one-yard line. The trade is at the one-yard line. Can the Golden Knights make a goal line stand? Can they do this against the Flames? Kaplan said Buffalo GM Kevin Adams said that there are still a lot of details that need to be worked out, but she said that neither Calgary or VGK had uh, met him on the full demands yet, so there still was a little bit of work to do, and those demands are hefty as we know. And a package for VGK 
Could include Peyton Krebs. No goals in, what, 20 games now for the Golden Knights. Okay, whatever. Perhaps Shade Theodore. Draft picks and other assets. Who knows? Uh, Kaplan also said potential surgery for Eichel has not held up the deal. Artificial disc surgery instead of fusion surgery is what Eichel says that he will opt for. Eichel's agent again is Pat Persson. He is the Scott Boris of hockey agents. Pat's son, University of Michigan phenom Brendan Brisson, who was drafted 29th by the Golden Knights, and VGK needs to get its offense together, and they need to punch it in from the one-yard line. We will keep you updated on everything that transpires as the Jack Eichel deal is about to happen, either the Vegas Golden Knights or the Calgary Flames. Coming up next for the Golden Knights, Game 2 of this road trip as they go to Ottawa on Thursday to face the Senators. Ottawa 3-5-1, comes off of a very tough road loss in overtime to the Minnesota Wild 5-4. Kirill Kaprizov scoring the game winner, and his one-timer is his first goal of the season. Drake Batherson had a goal and an assist in the loss for the Sens, and Philippe Gustafson had 38 saves for Ottawa, but not enough. And the Senators in that game also blocked 20 shots, and they lost the game, but they played pretty well overall. Ottawa, however, has been reeling of late just 1-4-1 and one over the past six. We will have a full preview for you on tomorrow's show. Golden Knights fans were hoping for a 2-2 two two road trip, perhaps. If the Golden Knights can get a win on this wing and then show some progress before the six-game homestand, I feel that they could be okay. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day for you to be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.